0: week's episode of Dumped Up Diet, an all-female, awesome DD 5th edition homebrew podcast and interactive Twitch stream set in my homebrew world of Kalandos, my being me, being Carla the GM, and I've finally, in like a year, done it properly on the Twitch stream. Celebrations all around! And with me are my amazing players, as per usual, and they're going to introduce themselves, in case you didn't know. Hi guys, I was
1: trying not to burp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nelly, I play Kira Nightingale, the half else Sorcerer, and I may be burping this entire session. Please, excuse
2: me.
3: <laughs> Hi, I'm Wednesday, and I play Lauren Skyvale, the Asomar Paladin, who is pretending that he didn't hear Nelly say that she would be burping in the session. <laughs> it's my elixir,
2: sparkling water, guys. Hi everyone, I am Lina, and I play Asomar... Um, I'm sorry. I play Andromach, the changing druid.
0: So, without further ado, this evening we are jumping into the adventure swiftly as two of our adventurers are waiting outside in a corridor while a magical MRI of some kind is happening inside the guildmaster's office of the shadows. We left it off where Kira had recognized through some astral projection into the magical MRI. The Guildmaster hadn't ins- continued searching to the left side of your body, and you notice that sort of in your sternum to the left, there is a piece of magic that is not intrinsically yours. And outside in the corridor, we have Andromach and Lauren sitting with a disgruntled-looking <laughs> gnome.
3: We're going to kick off with the two of you. Yeah. Lauren is just going to sigh as he watches Andromark pace up and down because he's not going to say anything, lest, like women do, she exploded him for no reason. So he is just going to quietly sigh to himself as she paces.
2: Andromark is going to like walk up and down, and then every now and then she turns to Lauren and goes, and then continues walking, and then she comes back and she goes. Uh, and then she continues walking and comes back and it's like, is she okay? She's taking so long.
3: <sighs> That's my only
0: response. Left sigh. Nelly, you hear in the vague reaches of your mind, is she okay? She's taking so long. What's the gnome core doing? He's trying to look menacing whilst also leaning against the wall and realizing when he leans against the wall, it makes him look shorter. So then he stops leaning against the wall But then he just looks arbitrary standing in the corridor. So he's trying to find a way to lean against the wall, look menacing, and not look shorter all at the same time. And he's watching Andromach walking up and down the corridor. He might even sigh at the same time as Aloran. harmonized sighing. He has a very deep sigh. Big baritone there. What are you going to do, Nelly? You sense he's going to come across this magic very soon.
1: So I'm going to uh, deviate his attention, basically, and make it seem like he didn't, he didn't move, but I will like redirect his attention. Almost like if he was going this way and the magic, whatever it is here, I'll just try and make him go around it.
0: Do you have a spell that you're going to use to do this? So no, I don't have a spell. Like, Not even like that. no mage hand. No. Okay, so we're going to do a double roll. One for Arcana. And one okay. four, you can choose deception or sleight of hand. Definitely deception.
3: I wonder why.
0: Oh, oh.
1: You know what, Lauren? Go, 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 go hug your mom. <laughs> That's what I'm I have to say. I'm
3: go mom. hug your mom. i oh. glad I'm fired. You didn't <laughs> have to go there. Shots
0: fired.
1: I'll do deception first.
0: Nat 20. <laughs> I'm also not surprised. Oh, oh, he's not going to notice as you redirect. Roll Arcana for me. 22. What? And I, yeah, I thought there was going to be a whole exciting moment. Because
1: like, I'm stressed already. I don't need any more moments. Like,
0: I thought you were going to stun this dude. He was going to be dead. And then you were going to have to escape out of the guild. I actually <laughs>
3: thought she would do that too. Because you were missing. Yeah, with yeah, his
0: My faith is but,
3: huge, Okay. That's what he said.
0: That that is what he said, Lauren. It put is a, exactly
3: what he said.
0: <laughs> In his mind, sigh. You managed to circumnavigate the magic and do it so seamlessly that he thinks he has already checked it. You're going to disengage yourself, I imagine. Disengage and then act like nothing happened.
1: Nothing weird. We're just still holding holding hands, and I'm just trusting him.
0: He seems to manage to do this section of your aura much faster he comes out and he is holding your hands and he turns to you and he says i'm pleased to inform you that you are free of any magic that isn't your own Uh, so do not do not let that trouble you any longer
1: on the outside i'm just like nodding very carnal stuff meanwhile on the inside i'm sweating (laughs) Because now I know there is definitely something for it. But I was like, "Yes, uh, thank you so much for your for your trust in me and for taking the time to to scan
0: me." Of course, I I should scan the whole uh, the whole town. And he just looks. Perhaps we'll solve this
1: before you need to.
0: Well, if they tested on other people, surely there's potential they could have tested on people in the town. Fair enough. And then he goes to sit down and he mumbles something, at which point the gnome in the corridor says, you can go back inside. And he starts heading down the corridor at a too casual pace. Like, he's pretending to not care and be like, cool, gnomes don't look at explosions. But he's Uh. trying to pay attention, like, surreptitiously check if you guys are going into the room.
2: Thank you. I don't know if I was going to ignore Aloran and the gnome, and rush to the door, swing it open, see if Kira is okay, and then very casually walk as if nothing happened. Like walk in and just go and stand where she was before she left.
3: Lauren is going to get up after Andromach's weird behavior and just walk inside and sigh as he closes the door behind him. You see
0: the guild master sitting at his chair now. He looks tired, one of those I'm not physically tired, but I just have this insurmountable task ahead of me that is just, I don't even know where to begin, kind of look. He says well, I suppose you you three would want to uh, begin investigating as soon as possible.
1: Yes, indeed, uh, Guildmaster. Can someone lead us to where the body was found and we will need to also speak to the victim's wife?
0: Uh, I'll I'll take you. I doubt anyone else would want to go near there. All right, uh, follow me. And he gets up from his chair, opens the door, and is starting to walk out the room.
1: I'm going to quickly like do a thumbs up to Lauren and Andromach in case they were wondering how things went. So they they have a sense of calm, like nothing weird or untoward is going to happen.
3: Did
2: no. you, right. you see Lauren... the question die on Andromach's lips?
3: <laughs> Lauren has complete faith in the guild master and thinks he would have destroyed Kira had she turned out to be oh. evil. Oh. Okay. Because that is what good people do. Destroy, evil, destroy evil, evil evil people. Yes.
2: I'm not worried about Lauren.
3: Yeah. I feel like everyone wow. should be. He didn't even question Kira or anything. She was alive, so now he knows she can be trusted. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to follow the guild master. He's going to
0: sort of walk ahead and then stop and wait for you to all sort of come close in the following so that he can talk to you over his shoulder. In the guild, he talks at a normal speaking voice. It just sounds really loud because there's no very little other sound. Once he goes into the street, he starts talking just barely above a whisper. He's going to lead you down the steps and across the four-way crossing, which is, you know, like extremely large. And he's going to head over to the nobles' gated community on the way there. So this is the information he's going to share with you. And obviously you can ask some questions. Uh, It's probably like because this town is so large, it's... A good ten minutes to the to the nobles' gate. He says Zetu yeah. was Alcide's wife. Well, they were always upstanding citizens, um, wealthy from trade. Uh, they had a lot of business with with Top City, bringing in uh, some of the finer uh, magic make items, uh, such as. And, and then he lists of like trinkets, like, you know, like pocket watches, ones that do entire performances when the clock strikes the hour and they change. Basically, it's a TV in a pocket watch Ooh. on the hour. So really, really expensive trinkets and jewelry and gifts that you would give to someone. They've always been upstanding citizens. Um, no one's ever had a problem with them. And... He, Cid, has lived here his whole life. Zetu, he he married on his travels. But they've been living here and happily married for 10? 10, 10 years? We're just... Everyone's a little bit afraid of her. Because surely she must have known. or She must have known who killed him? No, that she, will definitely help us, yes. Mm-hmm. No, she must... And now you're passing into the
3: street, so now he's... Whispering, but Aloran Alar- is not whispering. <laughs> just and Thanks, Aloran. Alar- normal baritone. Can I just go shh?
0: Maybe not around people who are scared. And Alar- weirdly, I see any people? Okay, so a you don't really see any people, and b that shh, you know, like when when you are talking in class and then someone notices the teacher and is like shh, shh, shh that shh is louder than all the talking. <laughs> I'm going Um, to turn
3: and look indignantly at Kira Like why is she being so noisy at this time When everyone's so tense He's going to stop and turn and he says Perhaps some
0: more And you can see he's struggling to find the words And then he's going to say Perhaps talking slightly softer um, The town is on edge And you are investigating a changeling and a murder. So, you know, if 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 we and he and he gestures his hand around, but he's pointing at a Lauren and and Kira mostly. <laughs> Andromache, you you're not really included in the circle. <laughs> okay. If if we could uh, speak at a at a voice you would use to whisper to your mm, just softly, and then he says, uh, "Shall I continue?" And he's going to keep walking.
2: I'm going to just tug at Kira's sleeve and wow. whisper like very softly, like close to her ear and say, I'll ask him if they found out the motive for the murder. I was going to get to that,
0: but yes. Yes.
1: I'm whispering all this back because obviously I don't want to be associated with Lauren.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Lauren is very clunkily walking down the street in his full plate armor. I mean, it
0: is making a racket because it's consistent. It's okay. It's any random noises that, like, people can't get used to. He turns back as he's walking and he says, "None. Look, we've been busy trying to get the town under control. They're, they're good people, but they people were afraid, and so." There may have been some tortures, uh, but no one's really had time to question Zetu as yet. But if it is as you have mentioned, and you know who the serial killers are, surely you would have more ideas to the motive than anyone.
2: Ademach just looks a little shocked that the guild master actually heard that whisper.
3: Kind of Um, just takes a
2: few steps back.
3: It's so (laughs) quiet. Lauren... (laughs) very loudly is going to say Guildmaster Laban how could you have allowed your townspeople to torture each other Uh,
0: oh my gosh okay Um, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna like be
1: mad because I'm also surprised this kind of
3: behavior is just abhorrent, it is not cool you don't run around torturing people
0: he's gonna Hmm. turn to you and he's gonna say torches I said torches and you're going to hear some windows like opening and people <laughs> checking and they're looking scared and they're looking at you guys and worried. <laughs> and he's going to sort of wave them back into their houses with gritted teeth. He's going to say, torches. I said, torch is.
1: Ah. I want to deflect attention. So can I kind of like almost, not in an intimidating way, but almost like wave them charmingly so they can just like be on their way.
0: The people close their shutters Very slowly. You notice on your way to the gated estate, there are four security guards standing in front of the gates. The gates are not actually that large. They're probably the size of to let two cars through. But there's a huge hedge next to it. And so the only way through it is through the gates because the hedge is at least a story high. They're extremely heavily armed. And you can sense that four gods is maybe a lot for this gate because they're standing and Lauren, you being a paladin you would know this and having a very long sword. They're standing almost just out of each other's way. Mm. They should be further spread out. So you definitely feel there's too many gods for this gate. The gate is definitely overcompensating. After everyone goes back, he continues down the street and he is rubbing his forehead, and he just says, tortures the people from the town were anxious and so went to the gates of um, the, the nobles' area and were crying for Zetu to come out and prove she's not a changeling, but we sorted that all out.
3: But, sir, I already told you that the serial killer is not a changeling. But how
0: do you know for certain? Perhaps this is an unrelated incident.
3: Let's
1: see the body and speak to the, to the victim's wife. But We're very sure
0: it's related. He stops once again and he turns to you and he goes, no, don't say that. We, of course, burned the body. It was a changeling.
3: Well, Lauren is mortified. <sighs> Why... Are people treating each other like this? He is absolutely disgusted. In his mind, he's writing letters back home to say the town of Leif is full of heathens. He says Alcide had
0: passed and the, the town was sick of deception. And so we, we burned the body as is, as is, um, known. But I can describe to you what it what it looked like, um, Alcide was a, a tall human male. Uh, he had uh, I suppose this is a strange way. He presented um, he had short black hair and he was found to be stabbed in the in the sternum. And a a cog and clockwork key were, I wouldn't say, magically and yet somehow still surgically entwined in the sternum, the part that starts to spread to the ribs. And they appeared to be a black, almost effusion from the, uh, the key. Uh upon noticing that his features were blurry and um, it seemed when you looked at him almost as if, it's like if you were looking through a foggy window and that's what he looked like. Um, All his features were indistinct. Even his uh, black hair, which I mean, we all knew what Elsie looked like, um, appeared to be wavy on the edges and, um, so unsure what, um, the, the infusive black spread was into his ribcage, we, as is known that you should do if you should find a chain listening, we burnt the body and, um, we we needed to do it for our town for it to be over for the town and to save Zetu if she is innocent, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure she is, um, mm-hmm. although how she could not know, or has she been living with this deception for a long time, all I can say, is it's it's unlikely she will remain in this town.
1: Do you have the clockwork at least for us to examine later?
0: Yes, yes, um, of course. And then he digs sort of through his... How long has he been carrying this thing this whole time? <laughs> yeah. uh um... What do you think those robes are for? So he gives it to you. remark, please roll arcana for me.
2: A dirty 20.
0: As the clockwork comes out of his cloak, as he hands it to Kira, the edge, it, it obviously looks like it was snapped off. It looks very clean. Kira, when you get it, you you can see that they've actually cleaned it. And the snapped-off edge, Andromach, you feel almost like, you know that feeling when you've forgotten something or you get that deja vu of, you know, this seems very familiar to me. You get that feeling of the essence that you can feel on the edge of the clockwork um, key piece
2: like it reminds me of something
0: almost like it reminds you of something or there's a deja vu but not for the the clockwork piece for the aura sort of magic area around it curious so he hands it to you and he says is that uh, all i think i should take my my leave and uh, see to the guild and start doing the magical searches um And then he nods to the guards and he says, uh, they are here to see Zetu. The guards look a little bit, like, shocked. And then the one nods and he opens the gates, the two of them. It's silent. It's that silence of equipment that only rich people can afford. (laughs) Like, there's no squeaky gates here. And he's going to point you through and he says, Zetu's house is down the street and first one on your left. And then he's going to wait for you all to go through the gates and he's going to close it behind you.
1: The moment that Guildmaster gave me the clockwork, I kind of like also hit it because I I didn't want to be around the the guards. So I'll only show it to Lauren once we get clear of the guards.
0: As you step past the guards, because they were blocking your view to a degree, you see, on the other side of the gate, is a well-manicured lawns on either side of you, and the two-car size driveway extends. You'd guess maybe another five kilometers down. It goes on pretty far. And when you set the nearest house on your left, you can see that that house is a kilometer away. To the right, you can see a large house as well. That's also about a kilometer kilometer, 200 meters away. The houses are very far away from each other. They all look extremely grand. They're all at least two stories and spread out. They make the farmhouse you were in look small.
3: While we're walking this kilometer to get to Zetu's house, I'm going to turn to Kira and say, what exactly does your mother look like?
1: Carla, would I know? Because the background I have, I feel like I wouldn't have a very clear memory, but let me know.
0: So, and this is not going to help you probably, but you have a very vague slash fuzzy memory of what she looks like.
1: I'll look at Laura and and I'll say that um, some things are uh, difficult to remember. I don't want to talk about my past,
0: okay? You also feel that the reason you don't also recall it was A, because of the magic that was placed on you, but B, you also have blacked out some pieces. And
1: maybe it's a distraction while we're walking out because it's just too painful for me to think about my past right now. I was like, show the clockworks for Lauren saying, say, does this look similar to the one we found on the other bodies? Because I, I just want to examine it as well, but I want to yeah. to get a good look at it
3: as well. Kala, I'm assuming that it does, because it I does. carried the last one. It does,
0: except that it looks a little bit smaller because it was snapped off. Nearly roll, of. Ah, that 20. You also get the feeling of, even though it's been cleaned, they didn't magically clean it. And okay. this clockwork piece, unlike the other one, feels like it has magic attuned to it.
1: Can okay. I detect, like, a signature or some, like, whose magic it, it could
0: be? With the nat 20, you can feel that it has a feeling of being so dark purple, it could almost be black. That reminds cool. you of the yeah. signature of what's in your sternum.
1: Sugar, honey, iced tea. Great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> um,
2: Andromach is going to, like, peek over Kira's shoulder, looking at this clockwork piece and go, how peculiar. What is that? Oh, you haven't
1: seen one of these. I've pat- handed over to Laura to get a better look at, and I and I'll explain to Andrew how the Conky Killer was using these clockworks and the, and the victims and whatnot. How they're found found these clockworks, and I'll explain the whole thing of how we feel like the killer, the actual killer, who might be my mother, actually was creating automatons to
2: control people with these clockworks inside them. You mean she's planting these? Things inside living beings?
3: Yeah. <laughs> it seems that way, but it also seems like many of them die after a time.
2: Uh, uh, and when, when the guild master scanned you you, 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 you came in clean, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: There's no uh,
2: clockwork inside me.
0: I mean, that's not incorrect.
2: Why would you ask the, the guild master to scan everyone? And I'm, I'm going to start moving a bit
1: faster, almost like Lauren, back of his talking. But I was panicked, you panicked you? and like, I was worried he was going to talk to my mother, and
3: <gasps>
1: I was never going to put you in danger. Okay? Andromach, I would never put you in danger.
3: Why would Andromach be in danger from a scan? <sighs> now Lauren is, like, freaked out. He's like, oh, my God. So now is Andromach not as innocent as she appears to be? He's gripping the hilt of his sword. She's obviously so scared
1: and she seems to be quite like um, not aware of other people. I feel like an invasive scan would be too much for her.
2: Look at her. Look, uh, uh, Lauren, I, I, I am uneasy with the guild enough as it is. I, I, I don't want any of these mages close to me. And yet, that is
3: understandable.
2: Re- repeatedly, you guys are dragging me into these buildings to go and speak to these people, and now they want to scan me. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um. I, I, n- just. What if they find one of those things in me? And I point to the clockwork thing. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> you said that in front of Lauren. You no, said no, that in front of, no, of, of Lauren.
0: <laughs> It's like one of those, what if I'm the murderer? And
3: then, what if you are the murderer? (laughs) Alarne, very far from being relaxed, increases his pace, grips the hilt of his sword even more firmly, so his knuckles are white. And he is, if you could see beneath his helm, sweating, because he is severely on edge right now. He's only discovered one of his traveling companions to now be trustworthy, and now the other one, it appears, <laughs> is in question as well. He's having too much deja vu of what happened with Stassi, and he's practically running to the house.
2: Oh, oh, all that armor, armor. <laughs> I'm
1: impressed. but you must lift, man. You
2: gotta got, be doing
1: that. That pattern <laughs> CrossFit does. Amazing.
2: <laughs> I, I am he gonna just he turn to totally Kira. <laughs> looking at uh, Lauren running away and go. What what's his problem? What what did I say something wrong? He has trust issues. Remember and now he feels like he
1: we'll have to explain we'll ha, we, we'll have to discuss this late and I look around like I remember we're still in the, the, the town I realize like well, let's talk about this later okay let's we just need to oh, yeah
2: let's go. That seems like the general consensus for you Kira we're always going to discuss things later and we never actually get to discuss those things. I he- ran so fast. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> curious, I'm
1: like, what? This is what I am. You, you know what?
0: <laughs> Running away from deep and meaningful. Five second dance party for Playcrafter who's subscribed for 11 months. Um, Andromach, you get inspiration from Northstar before <laughs> hey. always playing your character, even though it's against your best interests. Good job on getting your party to trust you. When
1: Enderwalk said that to me, I'm because I, I kind of slow down, look at, stop and look at Enderwalk. And like, I, you know how, like, think of like when the parent like turns on you, like, oh, are you going to like give me some lip or something like that? And I, I stop and say, I'm on your side. <laughs> as much as you don't feel like it right now, I'm on your side. And there are lots of forces around us right now in this town that we shouldn't be talking about around. So when I say we're going to talk later, we will talk later. And we can talk about anything you want within reason. Okay? I just need you to remember that I'm trying to help you. Okay?
2: And I'm always going to look at you, Kira, like very, very seriously and say, I'll hold you to that.
1: I feel like we need to have have a conversation, actually. Because... (laughs) Yeah, I'll definitely we'll definitely have a conversation. And I, I, I'm gonna give like give you a very deep and meaningful stare. I'm giving like full on like mom vibes, like really angry, but also like I'm serious right now. Like we're trying to have a conversation. I promise
0: you that. Gamer Teddy says this party is just three crewmates trying to explain that they are not the imposters. You guys are all sus. <laughs> As you all approach the house, and Lauren's gonna get there a, a little bit earlier than everyone. A minute, he's gonna get to the door a minute before. It's a ornate wooden door. It doesn't appear to be have been tampered with from the outside. There is a golden knocker on it. Lauren is going to knock, as one should at a door. Are you going to wait for the others? or
3: No, I'm just going to knock. I'm on edge. I've got trust issues right now. Not like I didn't have them before, but now they are currently... Exacerbated, so I'm here to complete my mission.
0: I love how chat's like talking about the door not having guards and it's not compensating, but it has a golden knocker, guys. Like, it's a fancy <laughs> door. Is it a lion, lion knocker. knocker? No, it's not a lion knocker because lion knockers are tacky, it's, it's plain horseshoe shape knocker. The people in this gator community would think it's tacky because also. Now that you're at near a house and you can see some in the distance, they appear to be very similar in style. Oh. It's neighborhood. As the other two finally make it, you hear a very faint whisper of a woman's voice, but it's, it's hoarse. Um, as she says, I've told you before, I, I have nothing to, to do with this now. Let me grieve in peace
3: the first time ever in this kind of situation Aloran is going to be soothing and he oh. is going to say to this woman we have come to visit with the lady Zetu we are here to find the real serial killer as we know that it that it is not you how can I be sure Can we call up with Lauren, by the way? Yes, so you would have heard
0: this because she she only came to the door when you guys arrived, so it took her about a minute, minute and a half to come to the door.
3: Okay. Lauren is going to intentionally cast light. He's going to very specifically cast it so that if she were looking through, if there's a peephole in the door, that she would see the wings.
0: At that, you hear some scuffling. And the door swings open, but inwards. And mm-hmm. there's just enough space for you two to come through.
3: So I'm going to step inside and then I'm going to bow to the lady. And she I'm goes, going to ask her, may I hold your hand?
0: Okay, we'll come to that. She goes to close the door because she doesn't know there's someone, there's
3: other people. Because Lauren doesn't know how to talk and
1: like, remember Listen, other people around. Lauren
3: is focused now. Lauren is trying to be nice. To a anyone woman.
1: do you know how um, hard this is before she tries to close the door I'll say uh, I'm not going to put my hand or my foot in the, in the way of the door but I'll say madam we we are with him we're here to help
0: she's going to peep around the door and then she'll open it and allow the two of you in and then she before she closes the door you see she looks outwards to see if anything else is amiss and then she closes the door upon closing you hear it doing multiple clicks. And oh, it glows so. around her hand that pushed against it. Very she cool. looks finely bedraggled. She's wearing extremely fine clothes. It's almost that, that golden yellow that uh, Belle wears in Beauty and the Beast. And you can see she is a really beautiful woman. She has brown skin and her hair, you can see it's, it's finely braided. But one or two of the braids appear to be separating from, from away from her, her head, almost as if, you know, someone's been, like, running their hands through their hair so much that it's, it's actually affecting their hair, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where, where it starts to um, thin the connection. And her face, if, you know, almost when someone's been crying so much, that their eyes look sunken in, you mm. can almost, you imagine, trace the tear tracks down her face. As, and this is a, a little throwback to um, anyone who's reading the law. If you subscribe to Twitch, you do get the law for Top City. As a Lauren, you hold your hand out to her and, and she takes it and she says, I'm sure I can trust someone who is of the. And then she she looks around and she says, is connected to the changelings. And you realize her voice is so hoarse because she has been crying and mm-hmm. probably hasn't spoken to anyone for two days.
2: And yeah. she says
0: that when she says someone who is connected to changelings, she says it directly to you, alone.
3: As she takes my hand, I'm going to cast Lay on Hands. Okay. So that she doesn't feel as shit as she looks, basically.
0: I mean, she. Say it to face, wow. <laughs> I mean, she looks well. She just looks. cuck from, like, she's not sick.
3: She's yeah, well, no, but she's a cuck. I know, um. but, as far, but as far as, like, healing pools go, you can also emotionally heal, can't you?
1: Oh, okay. Hands.
0: Okay. Oh, cool.
3: I
1: you know like what? to be
3: soothing, like not HP wise, but like, you know. You feel that when she
0: said it's nice to see someone else who is also connected to the changelings and just from almost like when someone's been alone for a bit and they just wanted someone to talk to mm-hmm. um and someone to be kind, when she grasped your hand, also when you cast lay on hands at the same time, mm. the relief just rushed out of her and she just falls into your arms and, and hugs you. And she says, I'm
3: going to allow her to
0: do it. Cast lay on feelings. <laughs> <Leon> feelings. <laughs> she holds you and she dry sobs and says, I thought they were gonna kill me, and that's gonna bring us to the end of this week's episode.
3: Would I like to say one more thing to her. Yes. Just before we close off, my lady, this is not something that we speak of on the ground.
1: Oh. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. You trust me? I was listening to
0: that. That's uh, interesting.
1: Oh.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Andromach, uh, Kira, is there like uh, any parting words you'd like to have, or shall we keep them for next, next time? We'll adventure? keep them for next time. The one character you thought was not sus is totally sus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, it's always thanks, I'm Lauren. <laughs>
3: because there is nothing. Alorn is innocent and pure. Sure. No. Mm-hmm. Sure, let's Any go other that. person with the ability to get a, to reduce a woman to tears in his arms would be a ladies' man, and he isn't.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. City uh, okay. says they are gonna tell people that they look well, but they also just look kind of cuck. <laughs> 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 I think well refers <coughs> to their to their health, and then cuck just.
3: <laughs> everything else there are got to be a whole lot of people out there who listen to us who just all of a sudden start telling people that they look cuck yeah but don't <laughs> so worry especially was, in COVID was, times so like oh you look well but actually maybe you should go to the gym because you're looking kind of cuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm glad to see that you're well during the pandemic <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean you don't have corona, there's that but you could exactly. use some mascara like <laughs> <laughs> Wow On that note, thank you so so much for being here. A huge thank you to my players who make everything an adventure and probably don't need me, but I'm here anyway. <laughs> and to you chat you also make everything an adventure and I love the comments as always if you enjoyed it please remember to share this with your friends foes, families and familiars and watch out for the podcast <laughs> and if you'd like to follow us and talk to us elsewhere we're on discord as well as all the socials at Dum Dum Dies spelled d-u-m-d-u-m-d-i-e until tomorrow and next week we hope you have a most amazing week filled with adventure stay well and don't look cut